Peace, what's going down? It's DJ Payne, one for BeatStars.com with a special guest who has a very successful single out right now. His name is Young Forever Beats, and uh, I thank you for sitting down with us today. Thank you for having me, man. Let's get right to it. You're buzzing right yeah. now off this viral single, Leave Me Alone, that you produced for rapper Flip the Narrow, right? Yeah, exactly. And the record really went crazy after Odell Beckham shared it, and then... DJ Khaled and Drake gave him the cosign, but this highly successful song started as a beat that you uploaded to your beat stars and YouTube page. Tell me about that. Exactly, yeah. Um, I uploaded it to my YouTube as a Playboy Cardi type beat. It it it, it got got good good views on YouTube, and it, yeah, it started to gain a lot of traction. And then uh, one day, his management hit me up like, "This artist flipped an arrow." Uh, he wants to buy your. We want to buy your beats, like, and I and I looked him up. You know, I felt like, man, this guy has potential. You know. So Flip's manager reached out, and then yeah, yeah. I believe he purchased two beats from you exclusively, right? Exactly. Yeah. So one hasn't been released yet. Uh, I don't know if it will be released, but I hope so. So just to be clear, did they purchase the beats before releasing the song, or? or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, so they sometimes were, they do it the other way around. Yeah, yeah, no, they, 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 they kept it and they, they were on, like, they wanted to buy it and they hit me up and I, I was kind of like, what, what do you say? Uh, um, I wasn't so fast on selling it, you know? So they hit me up a few times and like, we really want to release this song. So if, because my lawyer took some time. He had vacation when I sent him the contracts and shit like that, you know? So it took some time to get everything cleared and and set and signed. And, but as soon as we signed it, it just took off, you know. They released it and it got shared and, yeah. So you had a lawyer from the very beginning. Before you even had major placements, you had a lawyer on the line already for you. Always, always, man. Uh, you know, I've been doing YouTube for, I don't know, four or five years. And a lot of things have happened along the way, you know. You, you, you have to have a lawyer, bro in case stuff happens, you know? What incident led you to retain a lawyer? Let me put it this way. Uh, an artist named Gradur from France. France. Uh, he he used my beat. Someone leased it, they say, from my site, and then they gave it to Gradur, gave him exclusive rights and whatnot, uh, they said, and it, they released it on an album in France uh, that went platinum. So... That, that's when I got a lawyer. It, it was like 2016, maybe. That's funny because I interviewed Artem, and the same thing happened yeah. to him with, I believe, a French rapper. I, I love French rap, but uh, they have like a, a certain thing when it comes to like uh, stealing beats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. So how quickly, with the Flipped and Narrow single, Leave Me Alone, how quickly did the viral success happen? And, and do you know how it happened? Did you see... The, the inner workings of um, you know the, these viral posts. No, it happened quickly and organically for for me at least. Uh, like the Drake cosign was, or the Ordell cosign was the first one. But I'm like I'm Swedish. I'm not that into like basket or uh, football or whatever, you know. So it was when Drake uh, cosigned it, uh, it kind of like blew my mind, you know, that this song actually has that kind of potential. I, I like a thing like uh, he, he performed in front of the OTR, OTR, uh, what's it called? Uh, the concert with JC and Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Th yeah, that's, yeah th that's like a big thing to me, you know, the, the Khaled cosign. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Jay-Z, Beyonce. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, they're buzzing. Yeah. They're kind of famous. <laughs> my music... Um, 
like it is uh, i'm approved you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> def definitely <laughs> let me just say that's a really catchy record great yeah. beat um the mix on it is great and uh, oh speaking of which this isn't a question i have written down but did they uh use your mix or or did you send them the, the track outs and they got it remixed they used my mix and i'm forever thankful for they using it the tagged version actually i think it because the process on my end like i, I sent it to my lawyer and, and they, they really wanted to release the record and i i kept uh, procrastinating you know so th when they were ready to release it it was like oh let's just release it i think even though i sent them the track outs they didn't like or they liked the version with the the, the tags i don't know but the, the i feel blessed that they used the tags the tagged version because it's getting me a, a lot of you know acknowledgement people hear my tag and uh, also cast tag who, uh, my co-producer it's a so, it's a really solid mix do you have a, a background in engineering are you self-taught i'm self-taught man uh i learned everything from uh from youtube tutorials basically yeah what what daw do you work on uh fl studio 11 specifically 11 <laughs> yeah I know some yeah. people aren't happy with with twenty, and some people love it. Yeah, I haven't tried twenty yet, though. But still, I'm like I use uh, FL Studio twelve sometimes for collabs and stuff. But um, I don't like to mix. I don't like to mix on it. So this one, th this beat, actually was made in FL Studio twelve. But I tracked everything out, and then I mixed it in FL eleven. <laughs> then there must be a difference. I don't use FL Studio, so I don't know what you're talking about. But I'll take your word for it. All right, so so back to the business. Um, yeah. I know that when it comes to publishing, Sweden has different performance rights organizations than we have in the United States. Have you started exactly. to receive performance royalties for this song yet, or is it still a little too early? It's it's too too early. They're collecting for this uh, December uh, two thousand and seventeen right now. I, I was on the phone with them yesterday and like, uh, your payment's going to come later on. Uh, but it's uh, it's called, my, my publishing organization is called STEM. Okay, so uh, there's only one in Sweden, because when I work with Swedish artists, everyone's on STEM. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one. Uh, but I, I know a lot of big Swedish producers are probably on BMI and ASCAP instead, but uh, I'm sticking with STEM. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know. So I know you already kind of mentioned this, but have you noticed... Um more sales or have you gotten any additional placements since leave me alone came out not really i've uh, people have been reaching out like a and r's from from record labels and stuff but i i haven't noticed like a big decline uh, increase in sales or anything maybe it will come but I, i've noticed like people hit me up and give me like uh, credit props for the for the song and stuff uh so we'll we'll see what happens like i'm 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 just uh, glad, you know, my name is out there and I'm ready to like anything that comes from it. It's a blessing, you know. You've been making a living off of selling beats online for a while, though. So it's it's not as though you need placements to keep you going, right? Exactly. Uh, th that's why I feel like people have been wanting to like buy, buy uh, what's, what's it called? They, they, they've hit me up for publishing. They want to sign me to publishing, smaller publishing things and stuff since they've seen the song. And like, I'm not... I'm not in need of money, you know. I, I make I make a good living selling beats, and I can support my family from that. And I feel like a lot of maybe younger artists, uh, producers who are not as fortunate as I, build a big brand online. They are maybe more so, uh, you know, in need of money, so they, they they sign too quick, sign away publishing and stuff like that. Something you should never do. Okay, so so you're saying sign an admin deal, don't sign a co-publishing deal. Street Runner, yeah. 
uh, who's a who's a big multi Grammy winning producer, said the same thing in an interview. Uh, wh what's what's your opinion on on signing one of those deals? My opinion is uh, keep calm, stay, keep doing your thing, man. Uh, don't be too hasty to sign anything, uh, especially. I mean, people often sign, I think, because they they don't. They see the money. They see the, it comes too fast for them. You know, I've, I've been working my ass off selling beats online, and I'm, I'm 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 comfortable doing so. Of course, I want to maybe cross over and do more industry stuff, but I, I'm not like I don't need it right now. You know, I, I can keep calm. You know, out of curiosity, so you you've received these these publishing deal offers. What's one of the main reasons you've rejected them? Uh, because I want to do something bigger. Uh, I want I want I want the right deal. Uh, on my table, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for something that, that I want, you know, something I can't really go into what I want right now. But when that thing comes along, I, I will know and I will sign it probably. Back to, to you making a living off of beats. Yeah. You, you live in Sweden, which is not a cheap place to live. Uh, you have a child, you, you, you live with the mother of that child. I don't know if you're married or not, but, but um, none, none of that is cheap. Yeah. And as far as 2015, You've been making a living and supporting your family off of beats. I, I worked. I, I worked hard for it. You know, I still work hard. Uh, I make it work. Uh, right now, I'm not maybe not working as hard as I should be because family. You got to like when you have a family, it's all about balance, bro. You got to find the right balance. And when I'm not working uh, a lot, I feel like oh, I, I need to work. And when I'm with my family a lot, I feel like oh, I need to work. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's a constant thing, you know. Let's talk about how you made this work. Um, I found one of your YouTube channels, and your videos seem to average around ten or twelve thousand views on on that particular yeah. channel. Um, and you have eighty nine thousand subscribers on that channel. Mm, yeah. Ba based on your experience, what's the connection between those numbers and your beat sales? I'd say that that channel, uh, Young Forever Beats. I started that channel in early two thousand and fifteen. Um, it took off. Uh, before that, I wasn't even making a living of beats. I was going to the studio every day. I was like, uh, what's it called when you uh, gave yourself self affirmations? Yeah, I was like, today is going to be the day I make a beat sale. Today is going to be the day I make a, start making a living of beats. And after like six months, I started that channel. And a few months later, it kind of took off, you know. If a, if, a, if a video gets a lot of uh, plays, views, it, it, it usually sells good. But but also it's it happened that you, you can have a video that gets like 500,000 views, views and the, the the sales are low. So low. So you never know, you know. It doesn't have to translate to sales. Back to YouTube. You have a second YouTube yeah. channel, right? You have more than one. Yeah. T tell me about the other channel and why you have more than one. Let's put it this way. All channels die sooner or later, you know. Uh, I started my channel in 2015. Um, the guys that were popping back then, most of their channels have like declined. Or uh, Xavier Jordan, B Plug is still doing good. Uh, MJ Nichols, you know, people that were going up. It just uh, YouTube's algorithm is. Uh, <laughs> you never know, you know. Channel channels don't survive forever. So uh, I have. Since I had a pretty big channel, I had a partner manager uh, working at YouTube, and we were talking about my numbers, and she was like, "Oh, it's on a decline, and you can do this and that to push it back up." And uh, 
I took the things, the matter into my own hands and started a second channel and just tried different things. And uh, it worked. Uh, like when my channel was going down, I started another one that was going up. So, I mean, pe people give up too easy. I mean, I still upload to that old channel, but it, it doesn't like, uh, YouTube doesn't promote it. Let's put it like that way, you know, and the, sub, the subs aren't active anymore. So what did, what did you do differently with this with this new channel? I started uploading frequently, more frequently. I pushed myself to make beats every day. Uh, before, you know, when we started, you could upload one beat to YouTube a week, maybe two, and uh, they'll take off. And, you know, then I guess there was more competition coming to YouTube, you know? More competition and... Uh, you had to upload more frequently or something. I, I didn't catch up to it. So when I started a new channel, I was like, okay, let's step my grind up. Let's really make this work. And I started making beats like every day, every day. I first started it like I was going to start a channel which was going to promote other, yeah, uh, take submissions. What, what's it called? Like a re-upload channel or something sure, like sure. submit to me and I would upload and I could start a commission store or whatnot. But uh, after a while, while I was starting it up, I was like, this works. I, my like uh, workflow is so much better now. I can make more than seven beats a week and make this work for me instead of like uploading to other people's beats because you know there's gonna be issues with copyright and other stuff. So I feel like let's just do my thing, you know. What are some of the most effective ways that you drive customers to your YouTube channel or your BeatStars store? Right now, it's it's my YouTube channel that that drives the most, or my both and my name i mean i've been doing this for a while i still got customers coming from 2016 like oh, i use this beat this is still available you know making an impact now can still affect you later on like years later people come back for them and people want exclusives or they buy unlimited leases attractive leases and whatnot so you can still like make a good living and the the the, the thing i would like to like say to up-and-coming producers uh, cross promote use all platforms uh, I, I I didn't really uh, do that but you should do that because um, YouTube is YouTube and YouTube you you cannot like decide if things gonna work things might die and same goes for Instagram and Twitter so make sure your fan base is all over you know I was Try just it. gonna I was gonna ask you for your advice for for a producer just starting out so so last question before we close out and it's a big one yeah. Um, have you ever had your beats stolen and published and even sold? And you already have. How did you resolve that situation? I, I know we spoke about the French artists, but have you had producers, I'm sorry, have you had artists, recording artists who were not necessarily at that platinum level steal your beats and then publish them online? Maybe only get a couple hundred, a couple thousand views. Yeah, it happens every day, man. Uh, even now with like the free download options, uh, people like download them and, and use them, and I get I get copyright claims like every day on my channels. You know, it, it's not much you can do it, unless you got like a MCN. They will give you certain um, you can't get copyright claims, but it happens every day, and there's nothing you can do about it. Just sit back and hope they buy it. And I mean, if something big turns out. Uh, you you will get your cut. They they will they will not steal it from you. You know, labels will clear it. It, it will won't be like an issue. It happens all the time, and there's still things that I need to like do later on. But you just gotta keep going. You know, 
keep 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 your thoughts away from people stealing beats. It's it just uh, it's just gonna drain you, you know. If you if you're gonna gonna go after people stealing your beat, it's that's nothing, bro. Just keep selling beats. So how do recording artists find you online if they're interested in browsing your beat catalog? Uh, at BeatStars, uh, YoungForeverBeats.com. That's my pro page too. I, th- I believe I have now. So. And yeah. then social media too. Anyone who wants to follow you? Yeah, Instagram.com slash YoungForeverBeats. That's that's where I'm act- going to be most active right now. Or YouTube, which is the Beat Channel. You can search Beat Channel. That's where you find me. Great, man. Much success to you. Much continued success to you. Uh, We'll definitely have to do a follow-up once this record goes platinum, which I'm I'm sure it's on the path to doing. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. And shout-out Beatstars and shout-out you, Paymon. Thanks for having me, man.